0: Good morning. How are you?
1: Doing great. How are you?
0: Great. Thank you. Thank you for including me in today's podcast. This is a lot of fun.
1: Oh, this is great. Yes. So we are here with Skylar Minkler, and she's agreed to join us in this Divorce Literacy Podcast. She is a real estate broker with Keller Williams in Connecticut. And a brief introduction on her, um, I will say she's, a trained, she's trained as a corporate attorney, Sky Switched paths and obtained her real estate license in 2014. She has put her training in negotiation skills and critical thinking to use for her clients ever since. Sky knows the vital importance of negotiation in real estate transaction and looks forward to putting her skills to use. Now, in regards to working with um, you know divorcing couples, I mean she's personally been um, experienced that growing up. You know she grew up as one of ten children. Though she is the mother's first child, her biological parents divorced before Sky was in kindergarten, both remarried, given her four step-siblings, one biological sister, and four half-siblings. Mm-hmm. Coming from a large family, she has seen firsthand both the good and the bad that can come from divorce. She puts this knowledge and empathy to use when dealing with clients who are going through this challenge phase of life. It is her goal to make sure that her clients know that she... Listen to what their needs and war- warranted advocated in their best interest throughout the transaction and did so with the utmost professionalism and outstanding communication of various options available to them along the way now I, I will say like so on that part there not only do you have um you know the personal experience but it, it seems like you can you know, you're helping your clients create a vision of what the life's going to be like after divorce can you Talk about that?
0: Absolutely. So, um, as I said, you know, this has been sort of an ongoing issue, whether it's uncles or siblings or someone else going through divorce. This is a very personal issue for me. Um, and so, one of the things I've seen is that sometimes a separation can be relatively amicable and everyone's on the same page and kind of saying, we're just going to sell the house and everyone's going to go their separate ways. Um, there might be children involved. There might not be children involved. It, it just kind of... There's a lot of different scenarios. And so with all my clients, but especially those who are separating, I like to have an initial meeting where we can discuss like, what is it you're trying to do? Are you trying to um, sell this home quickly because you need to move on in your life? Are you looking to um, you know maximize your asset potential? And so it's really about price. Um, but there's so much more than that because then you have the issues of who's living in the house? Who's taking care of the staging of the home and all those decisions and and actually the hard work that goes into getting a house ready for listing. Um, And so I like to have those conversations with people to find out where they're coming from, because there's a lot more than they might think. Um, Especially sometimes in the modern day right now, the kids might be staying in the house and the parents might be going back and forth. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of logistics that I like to make sure my clients understand, Like how is this going to play out in real life over the duration of From the time we sign a contract, actually get the house on market and then close.
1: So when you're talking to the clients, I mean, they're they're going through a divorce and it's going to be that fine line as to who you're talking to. If if you're focusing on the husband, the wife will say, oh, you're favoring him. Um, and, And then, you know, you might have, they know they're selling the house and then maybe one, maybe the husband or the wife may have found a house and now all of a sudden her interest is uh, all of a sudden she's like, I don't care what we get for the price in this house. I got to buy a house. I mean, how do you juggle all that?
0: So um, you, you juggle it carefully. <laughs> that's that's the best way. The, first, the very first meeting, I normally like to try and sit down and I've had clients who really truly can't be in the same room for very long. Um, but normally I try to at least have a 15 minute meeting where we talk about things like in divorcing situations, we normally say the house is the client. Um, in some states, and I've worked in a lot of other uh, states, so the language kind of changes, but the concept remains the same that I'm here to work for the house. So we need to get it sold. And then we talk about what the goals are on that. But both clients need to understand that they're really not my primary client, um, that, the, that selling the house is the primary goal. And that becomes the primary client. Um, in some states, we call that transaction broker. In others, we have different ways of phrasing that. But that's our goal. And everyone knows it from the beginning. The other thing is, we make sure that communication is always to both parties. So let's say the in house spouse texts me something and says, um, you know, the painters are coming today. I will respond to both spouses until oh. told otherwise and say, great, so glad the painters are coming today. We'll make sure we don't have showings between 10 and 2 or whatever. Um, and, and the same thing in email. So, like, no matter how they communicate with me, I double back. I have had clients say, hey, look, the in-house spouse is going to give you a lot of little logistics about the house, the showings, whatever. I don't need to be on those emails. I just need to be on the decision-making emails. All that's established in that first meeting. And mm-hmm. if that changes, an email and a text go out to everybody to say, are we all on board with this change? Um, but basically, that's that's our first you know, set the ground rules kind of moment. Um, and then we sort of see if there's a problem right at that first meeting, we may need to Talk to other people. And by that, I mean, let's say it's a very contentious situation. Um, We may need to have attorneys on board and we may need to work with those attorneys on all decisions. It just depends. Each one is going to be so different. But that's what that first meeting is about. Because if I can see that there's no way they're going to have a 10 minute conversation with civility and an agreement, we're not going to work alone because we're going to have to have other people
1: involved. Okay. So, you know, it's funny when you're you're talking about attorney, when we first introduced to you were a corporate attorney and and you made the switch to real estate. Tell me about that, uh, process in your life.
0: So, um, Yes. I started out life as a corporate attorney and I worked for a very large international firm out of New York city. Um, I really did not enjoy the work at all. And one of the things after doing that job was I realized I really like working with people. I worked for a major, um, firm who worked for a major corporation for the most part of what we were doing. And I never saw human beings except for other attorneys at closing tables. And so one of the things when we decided to move, um, And have kids. I said, you know, I want to kind of reestablish what it is I want to do. And my husband, luckily at the time said, take six months, figure it out. Let's see where you end up. Um, And that led to 10 years off. (laughs) So I, I then said, okay, great. Raise the kids. I actually did a lot of other things and started preschools and other stuff. But that was my time to kind of reassess. And then when I really was ready to get back into the workforce, um, I've had a love of real estate for ages and ages and ages. Um, we'd moved a bunch of times already by then. So I kind of felt like, wow, I could, I could actually bring something to the table with my background and everything else. And so went into this. Um, but I always tell people, I'm like, I am not licensed in real estate law. That is not my goal. Um, yeah. However, I do bring that knowledge base. So here in Connecticut, where we do a lot with attorneys, I can say great. I know what the I know what the obstacles from the attorneys are going to be. I understand that. Or in the case of this with divorce, I may not have ever practiced divorce law, but I certainly go, there's a judge involved, there are attorneys involved, or mediators involved, or someone's involved in this process. Um, and so there, there brings that whole understanding of there's a lot of other people in this mix.
1: Okay. Do, do you have like one memorable case that you worked on that's impacted how you do your business going forward?
0: Um, and specifically with divorce, I had a wonderful young couple who just got in a very unfortunate situation of um finding themselves separating, and it was they they told me from the beginning, We can do 15 minutes together, and that's probably about it. Um, and I really kind of up until that point, I had seen fairly amicable separations where people kind of you know it worked out fine, they truly meant it, and they. They just cemented in my mind how important mutual communication is. Um, Also, just understanding the frustrations and the difficulty of selling any house, but especially a home that has been your specific home prior to the separation. Um, And so one spouse was really emotional, very unhappy about moving. The other was like, please just get rid of it as fast as possible. Um, And so it, it just led me to see exactly what we talked about in the beginning here, that Sometimes you go in saying, yeah, we both want to sell the house. And then as the deal evolves, you realize one person's very reluctant to do that. Um, and the other may have different goals. And so it just reminds me always that there's a lot of emotions in this process always, but especially when there's separation involved.
1: So when someone's not like when they come to you, I mean, do you ever have a situation where one of the spouses will call you and, and say, you know, I'm thinking about a divorce. I don't know. I mean like what type of like heads up advice you'd give someone like that to call you like initially? Oh,
0: the, those are the ones where you're like, this is not my real estate hat at all, right? <laughs> like This is not my real estate advice. Um, But I did have a great privilege to work with a group in Massachusetts that focused very specifically on divorce and asked for a collaboration amongst many different professionals. And with them, it became so clear to me that There are a lot of ways to start your divorce process. Normally, it's not in real estate. Uh, Most people go to either their attorney or their financial advisor or someone else to say, wow, I'm in big trouble. Um, But yes, I actually have had people come to me saying, I'm thinking of getting a divorce. The other partner doesn't know yet. Um, We'll be putting the house up for sale. What do you think? Um, And as a friend in that situation, I'm always like, well, Let's talk about this a little bit. You know, and sometimes they're saying to me, too, can you just come over and value the house? Tell me what we're talking about as an asset. I can certainly go do that at any time. But the dicey bit is just because your friend wants to use you doesn't mean that the other spouse is going to be remotely interested in using you, especially if you're a friend of that person. They may feel you're coming in biased. Um and so I talk about that with them. I'll say, like this might not be your place to start. Um, but also let's talk about all these other pieces, all these other moving parts. I mean, I I have never yet counseled someone to get a divorce. I'm always the other side, like, do you realize the consequences of this? There's a lot going on. It can take two, three years. Um, You know, People tend to think it's going to happen tomorrow, and that's just not how it works out. Um, And you're talking about a massive financial asset when you're talking about the house. So that's going to be an issue of the separating couple. They're not going to just walk away from the equity, but they also might want to walk away from the debt and not understand that that could follow them post-divorce.
1: No, oh, absolutely. Uh, So this has been great. You like have a final thought you would like to leave with us today.
0: Just, you know. If you are in this situation and you're looking at getting um, a separation and you're going to be selling your home, or even if you're not going to be selling your home and you think you want to stay there, make sure you check in with professionals on multi levels. Uh, Make sure those professionals have had the experience with someone in this process already. Um, Your best friend may not be your best realtor or your best financial advisor right now because they need to have this specialty. There's a lot of intricate parts to divorcing. And I think the more information you have going into the process, process, um, the more secure you're going to feel that you were informed in your decisions. And I think that's the biggest part of, of this process is making sure that you are fully informed of all the consequences downstream of
1: what could go wrong. Yeah. So you brought up a good point too, is uh, it's got to be the right fit, whether it's an attorney, the realtor, even the finance, that they're all on the same page. I mean, you, you might want to have an amicable divorce. And if you come with an attorney who's a fighter, who's a litigator, it might not be the right the right fit.
0: Or, you know, if you have someone involved who doesn't understand that post-closing, you you know, where's the debt going or how are these assets going to be reallocated, those can be major mistakes that get done in the process unwittingly. They don't mean to be bad people. It's just a bad decision was made because someone put paperwork a certain way. Um, Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and most importantly, how do folks get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you?
0: So, um, pretty easy to find me online if they just Google Sky, Sky, and Minkler. Um, but my cell phone number is 978 877 3724. Or my email is sky, Sky, at Minkler Homes, M I N C K L E R H O M E S dot com.
1: Okay. Well, thank you, Sky. This has been a pleasure.
0: So much fun. Thanks a lot. Have a great morning.
1: All right. You too.
0: Thanks for listening to Divorce Literacy. Discover more strategies and solutions on divorce mortgage planning at DivorceLendingAssociation.com.